Welcome to TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting you closer to the TV shows you love. I'm Ashley Ray, a comedian, writer, and former TV critic, and each week my friends, fellow comedians, actors, writers, will drop by to dive into the best TV shows we're all talking about right now. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Uh, yeah, we we had to take a little break to to talk about all the all the things happening. Canceled shows, the Emmys, uh, Traitors is back. Uh, but but you know, we took a little detour, had a good time doing that. Had to come back to you with part two of my talk with Jason Manzukis, of course. I, we talked about so much TV. We couldn't, it, was, it couldn't fit in one episode. So we got two parts. This is the second part. I hope you enjoy it. We talk about so, so much. You're going to learn about 80 new shows you didn't even know about. Yeah, uh, come, come on. Come on. And yeah, this is the part where we talk about the fan cam thing. So you're, you're going to want to listen. Check it out. Hello there. It's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're getting into half hours. Half hours. Now, right? Let's go. Live action. Uh, the first on my list, I want to share Extraordinary on Hulu. It's on my list. Right? It was so. It's on good. my list. No one I talked it about it. So funny. Uh, it's about this world where people get powers, I think, when they turn 21 or something. And then this one girl yep. who does not get her powers and how she deals with that. And the concept originally, I was kind of like, haven't we seen this? Haven't we seen teens get powers? No, it is. It's just so funny. It, this would have been a hit well, on NBC. Like, yes. And it's the kind of, it's such a good use of superhero uh, tropes because it's a world in which everybody has some sort of power. Yeah. You know, they can channel the dead. They've got telekinesis. They can fly. Where Everybody has some sort of power. So much so that it is, it's a coming of age story for a woman whose central struggle is she does not have anything that makes her special, you know, and what it is to be going through the world like that. And it, I thought it was a great story because it's got real jokes. It's very yeah. funny. But then it's at its heart, like it's a real hard story of becoming okay with yourself, you know, uh, self-discovery and, you know, all of this stuff that I felt like was really interesting to to bake into an absurd like silly show yeah it's a sitcom it's a British oh yeah sitcom, and most of know? the humor comes from people who cannot control their powers who yeah i, I don't want to spoil too much but uh, she has this incredible cat in the show that just provides the best <laughs> twist it's incredible <laughs> the incredible the cliffhangers stuff. in each episode are so so good uh, and I thought this and would like, be on the but, top of everyone's best of the year list. Yes. Nobody talked about it. But like the idea that like, you know, there's uh, this is I'm not I don't think you I, you can't really spoil comedies in a, in that way. Yeah. But the main character, you know, 
is having such trouble and is such a self-destructive force, but and she's struggling really to to make her way through life. Um, and then those heartbreaking scenes where her best friend and roommate, her power is that she can channel the dead. Um, and that the 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 young woman who is the central character, the main character, has these heartbreaking conversations with her father who has passed away. Yeah. Through her the 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 vo- through the voice of her best friend, so the the scenes between her and her father, as played by her friend, are so wonderful. good. Just had me like yeah. sobbing, and just ah, yeah. And there's so many twists. Uh, luckily, that was renewed, so we should oh, be yeah. getting oh, another good. season. I didn't know that. Yeah, great. But it's it's great. a Hulu renewal. You can't always trust those. Disney will just come through and be like, actually. We don't want this on our because. So is know. that show because a lot of the shows on my list are also British, um, and but they are I feel like licensed. Is Extraordinary only a Hulu show? Is it not a Channel Four show? So or I a... believe it's a Channel Four show, but in America okay. we only get it through Hulu. Got uh, it. Okay, and then everywhere else, well, outside of Britain, it is a Disney Plus show. Sure. Yeah, because Hulu doesn't exist internationally. Yeah. So yeah. that makes it more confusing because a lot of the times they'll be like, oh, it's a good Hulu show. But does it make sense for Disney Plus? I yeah. would say this is a show that absolutely makes sense for it. But oh, this is a home run. Yeah, this is a home run now. Yeah, I, I think this should be And to your point earlier. This this is the kind of show. There's a bunch of shows on my list that I feel like. And I think we said something similar when we were talking last about Primo. Oh, yeah. Um, the Shea Serrano show. Uh, Mike Shore produced Shea Serrano show Primo, which is just on such my a list. Fa- it's on my yeah. list. <laughs> uh, I love that. Great work. Um, uh, on my list. And just and I know we talked about it the last time we spoke, but I wanted to shout it out again because everybody should be hyping Primo. Yeah. It is a fantastic show. And to your point earlier, this should be what a network TV show is. A network lineup of TV shows uh, should be should be primo, should be extraordinary, should be killing it, oh, should killing be Colin so from good. Accounts. Yeah. Oh, Colin from Accounts. Did you watch Colin yes, from Accounts? so good. I fucking loved this show. And it's, this <sighs> is the kind of show that should be everywhere. It should be, you know, like, the, the, the problem that network TV has now is the guidelines are so rigid yeah. that, like, a show that, yes... You know, like Colin from Accounts, a a wonderful um, Australian sitcom that's like a romantic comedy uh, in its kind of larger uh, um, style. But it's a just a balls out funny show. But it has cursing. It's got a stray boob in it, you know, and, and it's like that's exactly the kind of thing that would keep it off of an NBC or yeah. a Fox or an ABC or something like that. Uh, but it's absolutely a show that has complete universal appeal. In fact, it's a massive hit in the UK. Colin from Accounts is a it's huge, huge show. It's a huge, in huge the UK. hit. And here I'm like begging people to watch it. And they're like, I don't even begging. know where to find it. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, exactly. all these apps. <laughs> yeah. But these are all shows that I feel like would thrive on yeah. a, a platform that showed that gave them a much wider uh, 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 audience, audience, yeah, because and- I, I mean, right now it feels like network, like you said, they it's so rigid. They don't want to take swings. They don't want to have new no. kind of experimental formats. It just feels like we've gone backwards. Like we are oh, so absolutely. far away from the Thirty Rocks and communities that we used to have, and now everything or, is or like such a standard. One of the sitcom. yeah, 
everything is there's nothing interesting or inventive it's just boring you know yeah. it's boring stuff especially the comedies are boring the the one hour dramas on the rare occasion that yeah. you have a, a found, found yeah. that you're obsessed <laughs> and with and how many shows or have if, someone kidnapping their own kidnapping yeah. not many <laughs> or if the yeah, the kings are going to make something it's going to have a unique uh, point of view or something like that i'm very very one of my most looked forward to uh, series of the new year is the Elsbeth uh, Tassioni spinoff show oh, um, yeah. from the character from the Good Wife universe yes, yes. and the Good Fight universe. Um, that starts in February. Couldn't be more excited. But those shows are so few and far between. And the schedules on these networks are full of just garbage. Yeah. And they could have all these other shows if they were just like, it's okay if people hear the word asshole. Right. It's okay if people say this shit sucks. Yeah. In a in a TV, in a TV show TV that's show on at nine at nine, and also you know? most people are streaming it now. It's fine; they're oh, going to yeah. watch it next day on Hulu at whatever eight p. Like whenever they want. It's let, ridiculous. let them swear. It's fine because it's absurd. At this point, it's absurd. Yeah. that we have these kinds of rules. Yeah, because it was. I was really trying to include some network shows on my list. You know, the, the Same. people know. I'm a. I'm a. I defend the network sitcom. I am. I love when they're good. They're good. Uh, and the closest I could get on my list was not dead yet on ABC. Oh, I didn't uh, watch it. It's I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's uh oh, I think her name is uh Gina uh Hernand. No, yeah, Gina Rodriguez. Uh oh, and yeah, yeah so sure. she plays this woman who like hits her head and suddenly she can see ghosts. Uh, and she, you know, she oh, like writes okay. obituaries for the local paper. So every time she's assigned an obituary, she can see that person's ghost. And then like oh, through the week, she like helps them figure out whatever is keeping them from going to heaven or whatever. Got it. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a, it's, it's but see fine. that. It's fine. It's fun. That's fine. Yeah. It's a, that's a, um, that's a setup that that sounds like in a, in a good way, it could be great. But in a way that feels too networky and safe, it wouldn't be very exactly. interesting. And that's that's the kind of thing that if we were pitching it as like, oh, there's a show from the UK about a woman, you know, or or it's that you can you can break it down. I'll, I'll just use the actual show example. The British version of the show Ghosts, yeah. I love. Love. And the American version of Ghosts is fine. It's, it's fine. Good. It's very sick. But I yeah. it doesn't have the bite. And the the edge that the British show does, it doesn't make the kind of jokes that I think the British show yeah. does that are stronger, funnier as a result. Yeah. It's just a little safer. And that's what Not Dead know? Yet feels like. It feels like their answer to the American ghosts. Like they were like, oh, we need a yeah. show with ghosts and nice people. So yeah. they made their version. But I, I was struggling. So so what else, what else is on your yeah. list? I shared Extraordinary. What do you got? Uh, we we talked about Primo, yeah. uh, but I I do want to shout it out. I thought it was so, absolutely yeah. fantastic and absolutely should be on a network show. Yeah. It's on Freebie. Uh, it should it should be a network show. Um, Killing It, I mentioned season two of Killing It came out finally. Craig Robinson, Claudia O'Doherty, the guest stars are great this so season. Good. The show is fantastic. You know, uh, Luke Del Tredici show just great. Dan Gore producing just great. The the Brooklyn Nine Nine team. Um, I'll shout out Digman. Yes, uh, I, I, uh, as another animated, that was an animated show from show I Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep, I, I loved, loved Digman. <laughs> yeah, 
Neil Campbell show with Andy Samberg. Uh, absolutely terrific kind of riff on a Indiana Jones national it was treasure kind jam-packed of jam-packed with jokes. It was back jokes. to back jokes, and it was just it's a return yes. to form. It's on Comedy Central, so if you haven't watched yep. it, it's because you probably don't know how to watch Comedy Central. I anymore. think you can. I think it's on something now. I think you can now stream it somewhere. <laughs> probably the Paramount app. Power, I would I'm going to guess Paramount yeah. because of uh, Comedy, Comedy Central, Central Viacom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it. I thought that show was so so stupid and funny. Just it is like you said, just jokes, and it is very. Yeah, funny. you can just Love. tell Andy Samberg is having the time of his life, and it's. it's oh so yeah. Good. And Mitra Juhari's on it, and the supporting cast is really great. It's a great show. I really enjoyed it. Um, but other live-action half-hours, I'll shout out. Uh, there's a couple of other um, British shows that I want to mention. I mentioned the Australian show, Colin from Accounts. Um, absolutely dynamite show. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Extraordinary, we talked about. season. The last season of Starstruck has yes. aired. Rose Matafeo's uh, yes. phenomenal British rom-com. And it made me so angry, um, the end of the show, but I yep. accept it. I, I do too. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I just, I, it, I love, yeah. I've loved every season of that show. I loved every season. It was the ending that I knew was right, but I just yep. didn't yep. want it. I didn't, I didn't uh, want it to end. I was like, come on. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I want to shout out uh, another British show called Dead Pixels. Um, have you watched no, this at all? No, no, but I've heard about it. Um, it's terrific. This is something I've only just recently uh, found out and, and started watching. So I'm only, I'm only mostly through the first season. There's two seasons that are up. Um, and it's a blast. It is... It's I don't even want to get into it too much just because I just want to blanket recommend it. It is about us. It's about young people who are living their lives inside of a fantasy World of Warcraft kind of oh, game. Oh, I would love this. Yeah. Um, and how how much their lives inside the game are what they care about and how much that means their lives outside of the game are deteriorating. It's the juxtaposition of the interior life of the game and the the then the juxtaposition of how their lives actually are being lived outside and it's very very funny oh, i would love and it, yeah. also in that way that we're talking about very sad like moments of true heartbreak um that you're like oh don't say that <laughs> or oh don't do that you know they, they it's very good it's i'm i'm loving it i, I think it's absolutely <sighs> hilarious and then true moments of like despair and like oh catch your breath like no don't do that you know <laughs> Um, but that, that feeling of like, what is it to, it speaks to how we live bifurcated lives being lived as these personas and people online and then who we are in reality. And I think it, it pokes at that really interestingly. Um, okay. uh, there, I got so many then, things on my list now. Uh, oh, good. Oh, you know what I'm going to shout out? Because. Another show that's ending, one of my absolute favorite shows that I know we've talked about, uh, but I will shout out the end of Letterkenny is yes. here. Season 12 has yeah, just come just out. Yeah, it just came out. A blast. Uh, like, truly a show that over the course of 10 seasons is so funny and so silly and so smart. A show that revels in, I, I, I was saying, like, nobody cares more about inserting f- long um, fist fights 
and long dance sequences yeah. <laughs> more than Jared Kiso, who writes and, and directs most of Letter Kenny. Yeah. Like, episodes will just have, they'll stop down for like a three-minute fight yeah. scene or, or a three-minute, uh, 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 like, hugely uh, um, uh, choreographed dance sequence to an overwhelming soundtrack. Yeah. Like, suddenly music just, just swells. And, like, and okay. for two minutes, people are just dancing. <laughs> it's incredible. The show is, and then the show is also just wall-to-wall jokes. So funny. So silly. I love yeah. it. Um, and then I will also shout out, because it's related, the spinoff show called Shorzy. Yes. Uh, both, of these sh- both of these shows are on Hulu. Uh, Netflix is, uh, not Netflix, but, uh, Letterkenny rather, is a, you know, week to week, you know, every week is a different story. It's it's very slight. It feels almost like you're watching like and It's Always Sunny or something yeah. like it's just a group of Trailer people in a town. Yes, in a town, and you're getting that week's story. Uh, uh, Southside is another one that feels very similar. You're getting, you're popping into these different collections of people, and they sometimes they overlap this way, sometimes they overlap that way, and it's interesting. Different pairings of characters yield different story types. Anyway, it's great. Um, but Shorzy is a narrative, is a forward-moving narrative about a an adult league, ho- adult hockey league. Uh, and the, a, a team, a local team of shitheads who are trying to get the championship. Yeah. And it's awesome. John Gabris, when he was on the show, he he was recommending this one to me. He was like, you would really like oh. it if you like Letterkenny. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been telling anybody I can to, to watch Shorzy because it's, it's just as funny and outrageous as Letterkenny and fucking balls to the wall nuts. There's great action stuff because it's hockey and stuff. There's a lot of fights on this show as well. But there is what was really surprising for me was how heartfelt the storyline is on a in a kind of sports way in a like I'm I'm rooting for them to win. I want them to win. You know, like caring about it, like the way that I care about the Wrexham team on that documentary series about the Wrexham yeah. <laughs> uh, soccer <laughs> Which team. did manage to You know what I mean? In. It really did. I watch every episode of it, you know, and I don't care about sports. Not I don't follow all. sports. Yeah. Great stories, though. Great characters, great stories. Shorzy gets you on a heart level in a way that Letterkenny, it, I don't even think, is ever trying to get you. You know, Letterkenny is really just like, let's keep going. Let's keep, what about this? What about that? And Shorzy is like, no, no, what if they cry? And what does that mean? <laughs> What if they want to win? What if it what does it mean to decide I'm going to try? Ooh. You know, and and how do you get people who have pretty much given up or have who are who have who are dicks and fucking assholes? What happens if they decide they want to try for real and and put some some skin in the game? Okay. Anyway, yeah. I got I got to watch is, this. I think you'll like it. And then I'll shout out because we've talked about them before. Season two of This Fool came uh, yeah, out this I had year. This Fool on my list. Uh, Great. Ju- just got stronger Great. and stronger. It was so good. And I don't think we've heard about a renewal, which makes me kind of afraid. Very worried. <sighs> Very worried. I feel like such a good cast and the writing. Chris Estrada is just so, so good. I mean, he's fantastic. Um, we talked about this last time, but Imperioli is dynamite. Yeah. Um, it, it's got a great. The, it's got a great bench. Everybody the everybody in the family is fantastic. Everybody they bring in is great. 
It's great storytelling, but it's it's great like family sitcom storytelling, but it's also just funny. It's jokes. Jo another show that should be on ABC, you know, Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Why we should just be watching. Everybody should be watching this fool. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another show that I was shocked didn't get the um, hype Ooh. that I, I for sure thought it would uh, uh, prior to and then afterwards, because I thought it was a great season, was the, you know, 10 years later, surprise season three of Party Down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that one. That that in the Clone High reboots, I was like, everybody, we fought so hard to get Party Down back. I we all, and everybody was kind of like, like okay. okay, and it was so funny. It was so it good. Was so it was funny. just on I par with the Jennifer original. Garner. Yes, Jennifer Garner was a great addition. We, a show that can survive. Some people aren't there now. Some people are back. Ba ba ba. I loved it. I thought it was, it was incredible. And people just kind of were like, oh yeah, that's back. But I think it's also hard to get the star shows. People. Just yeah. do not have access to stars. And but this is where um, this is what we're this is the thesis of everything yep. that we're talking about is that there are all these great shows, The Gold, um, Party Down, um, you know, some obviously some of these British shows are hard to come by. But, you know, like a lot of these shows, people aren't watching not because they don't like it or because they've sampled it and it's not for them, but simply because they're unaware it exists because they don't have that, platform, that service. Or, yeah, or they just, they're and not that getting is it in their true, algorithm. It's... That's a disservice to this, to this stuff yeah. because uh, these shows should have been massive. Yeah. You know, or or could have been. I mean, I'm not saying massive. Like, well, like they would have. You know, oh my god, there are things that people. Oh, these would be popular. Yeah, shows. like back in the and day, the reality the AD Club is, would have written about these every week. Exact, perfect, perfect. They would be the comedy cultural zeitgeist. Yes. The, this fool party down. These would be big shows, and we wouldn't be walking into award season right now with like every nominated half hour is in fact a, a drama. drama. Is a thirty-minute drama, an incredible, incredible drama. Thirty-minute, but drama. it's a drama. Let's be real; it's yeah. a drama. These are not comedies. I'm sorry, and I love these love shows. Them, they're, but not they're not comedies, like, uh, with the exception of uh, Abbott Elementary. Yeah, Abbott Elementary, sitcom, true blah, blah, blah. comedy, and I love that they're finally yeah. getting recognized and bringing back the the Great. network sitcom. Oh yeah, but I thought we'd see more. I was like, what? I know. But then you know the strike slowed things down. So I I think you know yeah. some of what I'm seeing in the press. I'm excited about what's happening with network TV. But there's just so much. Uh, another try. It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another one I wanted to highlight: uh, Platonic on Apple TV. Oh yeah, great! Th it was go. just such a beautiful little show. My favorite person in it was yep. Guy Branham, who is an amazing comic, Funny. and he took this yeah. just like small side role and just some of the best jokes and moments yeah. just come from his character, like in this office interacting with like. His straight That's friend. Another, and yeah. I think it got kind of overshadowed because of shrinking. That was like Apple TV's kind of big focus and it got all the nominations. But Platonic got renewed. It was a good time. It was, I was like, this is Seth Rogen, people. Why aren't you talking about it? Uh, that's the thing. Well, that gets back to, I feel like the, 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 what we're talking about is I think so few people have Apple TV first. Yeah. For, uh, Apple TV Plus. I'm sorry, the service, not the platform. You know, the not the yeah. device. You know, um, so I don't think people know that Platonic exists. Yeah, they don't. I think there is an enormous amount of people who don't know that there is a 
Seth Rogen, um, uh, 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 like uh, series, uh, you know, uh, that's out there, yeah. you know, that 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 is that is a funny, fun um, series about like that a series about characters, friendship, romance. That's stuff that people would want to be into with recognizable names and faces yeah. that they are just like, I don't know that it's that's not that in like, if this had been an HBO Sunday again, it would have been probably like a hit, like bored to death or something would have ran for like three yeah. seasons. But instead people oh, are yeah. just like, Oh yeah, that's, that's Apple TV thing. Whatever. Well, okay. Whatever. Which, yeah. Do you do for all mankind. Do you watch that? I'm not oh, a for okay. all mankind. Yeah, no, whatever. But I mean, only because I never started it. Is it, I know people, this was the way it was explained to me. Somebody said, Season one, you don't have to watch. Season two is where it starts cooking. Uh, and and I was like, I'm not going to do the, I've the, never done that in do, my life. told you the wrong thing. Yeah. Season okay. one and season okay. two are the only seasons worth watching. Oh, like, okay. Season one, incredible. Season two, even better. And then it just goes off the rails after that. Got uh, it. Okay. But the finale just happened this week. So That's people right. were yeah. asking about it. Uh, you know, that show went so off the, I don't know why they spent an entire finale thinking I cared where a space rock asteroid goes, but that's all I have to say about it is sorry. Okay. So it's, I don't need to, I don't need to start it. uh, No, not really. Honestly. I mean, the first two seasons are really, really good, but it just, did you watch, here's another, cause I've watched almost nothing on Apple, right? Um, Slow Horses is my have you done severance? number one. Yes, okay. I did yeah. Severance. I, you know what? And so much so that I forgot that. Was well, it. I mean, it was spent forever um, now. But yeah. yes, that was the big show. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, but so much so that I did not watch a show that I think I'm gonna like. But I'm gonna ask you: Did you watch and or what did you think of Silo? Ooh, okay. I actually just started Silo. Uh, oh, and okay. I've been liking it, but I, I think okay, I'm just great. kind of, a, I'm gonna yeah, start it's it. good, but I'm afraid because I did For All Mankind and felt the same way where I was yeah. like, oh, this is strong. I'm really liking this. Yep. And I'm just like, I don't know if they can maintain this premise for as long as there, they need yeah. to. Yeah, that's what I, I'm a little worried about too, but all right. And how about um, the Godzilla show? Oh. With uh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> I actually just started that yesterday because it started yeah. playing after I finished For All Mankind. And oh, okay. I watched like the first episode and was like, you know, what? I'm kind of into this. I was like, I, I was. Oh, good. Okay. It was one where I, yeah. Because I haven't watched any of it, and I'm, I, but it is one of those things that every time I've seen anything about it, or I've heard a couple of podcasts talk about it, they that positive, yeah. like that it's they they've liked it. So I might. But it's start just, that I, as well. it's just, I'm very afraid of them again maintaining the premise. But I liked it. Oh it's yeah. A lot of times they make things on Apple TV where I'm like, that probably should have been a movie. Like what? It, okay. Big yeah. time, big time. And I always want it to have more teeth. Apple TV, one of Apple TV, yeah. one of my knocks against Apple TV is that everything is pretty much PG-13. Yes. And I don't love that. I don't, yeah, it, um, it is. You do kind of notice that, especially like on shows like yeah. For All Mankind and stuff. And you're kind of like, yeah. why is this like sex scene? Like they move away as the couple kisses under the moonlight. And it's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I think their most sexual show uh, is like the uh, morning show. And it's like, oh, they like John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston kissed. Oh, gross. What? <laughs> oh, they kissed. No. It, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then they we see them move towards a bed and the camera cuts away. <laughs> oh, my God. That's absurd. TV, I say. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. TV, I say. I feel like we've gone through so many shows can I shout yes. out, because I know oh, we got yeah. away Let's from it go. a little bit. Can I shout out one more half yes. hour? And again, I know th- I know for sure we talked about this last time uh, in the middle of the year when we spoke, but I feel like another show that I thought for sure would be on everybody's list and hyped beyond because of its how great I thought this show was. And it is the perfect, to me, illustration of what I'm talking about is a comedic style that I, or a, a show type that I love, which is a comedy show that is so, so, so funny, but then also can on a dime turn and break your heart. Ooh. And that is the other two. Yes. Yes. The other two final season. The other two yeah. season, another show that we is done, um, I thought was exceptional. Yeah. You know, I thought where they took uh, Drew Tarver's yeah, character, Carrie I... Um, Carrie, I thought was absolutely wild and fascinating and hyperbolically insane and so funny and, yeah. as a result, but then so sad. Just perfect. Too. Everywhere the season goes, because I I didn't know where it, they would head. I just kind of was like, obviously it'll yeah. all explode. And, and instead, it just wrapped up so perfectly. Yeah. Every joke hit everything with Molly Shannon's character, Pam. I just, some of my favorite just storytelling on TV last year. Oh, I thought and everything that the Brooke character, Helene York's yeah. character goes through. Um, again, it's so absurd and goofball. All the stuff about doing charity work and versus being in the industry and so forth. And there's so much silliness and so much wildness, but then the absolutely devastating emotional stuff arc that, that her character goes through over the course of the season, um, romantically. uh, um, And then uh, the, 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 the stuff that was the stuff that I've gone back to and talked about, with people over the year because it has felt like so prescient and on topic is all the stuff about her dating billionaires <laughs> and how the billionaires all turn into these crazy weirdos. Who, once they hit a billion dollars, they turn into yeah. a, a a Bezos, uh, um, Elon Musk. They turn somehow making you a billionaire turns you into a weirdo. Yeah. Who is like obsessed with going to space and obsessed? That so was my it's, it, one, that's, one of my favorite bits when she's just in space and is like, "I'm so out." So fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yes. One of the characters in the show, a show that regularly featured like heartbreaking emotional moments, one of the characters just goes just, yeah, to space. Yeah, just goes to space and then it just moves so on. So that's oh. also how silly it's, it is. Yeah. And it's again, one of those perfect ones where I think Max just didn't know what they had and yep. so oh, it's yeah. gone along with Southside. Bummer. A real bummer. A bummer. Yeah. Southside is maybe my most heartbreaking yeah. uh, cancellation. Yeah. The Southside and the other two, I think, could have gone on longer, Absolutely. had more had more to do, and were both, I felt like, just hitting their yeah, stride. Yeah, they could have saved the Comedy Central Network, and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's like, what do they uh, even have over there? Those, yeah. Both of those, plus Digman, you know, these are all Comedy Central shows. That's a, that's a, you know, a Friday night lineup. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a bunch of shows that would exist on network, could exist on network television and yeah. thrive. And I think that's, I, I've been talking to a lot of just up and coming comics about this, about how you used to dream of getting that weird Comedy Central show, like being in their yeah. lineup and how that was such a pathway to, you know, building yourself as a comic and getting on TV and going to the next level. And now that doesn't exist. There's no. What's well, even. Yeah. Well, I think and that's I think probably for young stand ups now coming up for you, that's that that is the pathway. And I will lament the pathway that was that existed concurrent to that in for my generation, which was Adult yeah. Swim. You know, Adult Swim was the place that in the, you know, uh, the early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s where you could go to make weird stuff, weird, funny stuff that was 12 minutes long, you know, that would be late at night or whatever, but you could do it. They would give you some money <laughs> to make something funny and weird. And that that was, that was a step in getting from on stage at UCB, for example, to being on TV or, or to being on like network TV or being on a real show, oftentimes the middle steps were, uh, you know, exactly to your point, a comedy, a weird Comedy Central show, a weird uh, Adult Swim show. The, having the access to those platforms, those those places, those networks that would let you yeah. do something that was more, a little bit more, maybe like a sketch show that you had done on stage, but still is, but isn't, but is for television. Yeah. But isn't like a network sitcom. Yeah, isn't a sitcom. You know? Like just weird in between thing. And then you could leverage that into getting like a character yeah. like part in yes. some sitcom. You could do and... Children's Hospital. Oh, yeah. You could make, you know, you could make shows that were strange, you know, or specials, you know, specials that were yeah, weird. Yeah, just weird one off uh, shows. And not anymore. Now it's, it's, I mean, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. It's not really Adult Swim now. It's Adult Swim owned by that, Max Discovery. Yeah. And, that whole middle step, that like that that whole area is yeah. gone, you know, like and I guess maybe somebody might come on and say, oh, it's not gone. It's just migrated to YouTube uh, now I guess or it's TikTok. TikTok. Exactly. Now you want to get on I think TV, maybe, you got to do a crowd work. TikTok. Maybe people would say, yeah, exactly. People would say, oh, instead of young comics getting a strange sketch show or weird sh vibey show on Adult Swim or Comedy Central, they are doing front-facing TikTok. That's yeah. that's the middle step now. And I can't but do that, it. I don't like that. I don't want like to do it. I don't want I that. I don't want that. I don't like it. It's so hard to edit so, videos. I, I agree. I'm too old yeah, for this okay? shit. Yeah, okay. Let me, I do stand up. Put me in, I do that. I write. Let's just maybe uh, let me do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Let me tell stories. Let me tell stories. Exactly. 
Uh, what do you I got? I mean, we've gone through with so many lists where we're all, we've been going two hours. Have we? Okay, I, okay, okay. I I'll shout. I have a couple more. You that shout, I'll shout out yours. Do you? uh, the only I, I hit platonic. I hit that. I was gonna do unstable on Netflix. I don't uh, know it's what a that new is. Rob Lowe show with his son John Lowe. Uh, I I do yeah. know what it is. I didn't know that's the title. Uh, I saw. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's got really it. good. It it was just one of those delightful sitcoms. Or again, I was like, this would have been a hit on an NBC. Uh, it Great. did get renewed, Great. so I'm. I'm Pretty excited we're getting new episodes. Uh, and then I also wanted to shout out uh, Koala Man, an animated show I forgot. Oh, yeah. That I loved. It came out January of last year. And I I watched some of that. Uh, I didn't. I only watched some of it. It's one yeah, that okay. takes a little time. Once you like kind of get the tone of how weird it's going to be, okay. it's like, yep. oh, he really is a superhero with no powers. And like, okay. Funny. Uh, and then, oh, I feel like there was another one I had and I just... I, just blanked on me so i will shout out three uh, three show connected shows um i am one of which full disclosure i am on um so uh three star trek yes. shows so the show that i'm on is called star trek prodigy and it's a young um it's an animated show it's animated young adventure show so it's aimed at kind of the avatar the last airbender crowd um and it's basically a group what if a group of teenagers in a kind of slave labor colony um extricate themselves escape steal a space uh, like a um federation spaceship and start flying around pretending like they're part of starfleet yeah. <laughs> um and then what happens and there's um uh, there's an a hologram version of Janeway uh, one of the captains from the yeah. previous uh, Star Trek show. And and then it's just otherwise young kid adventure. And it's awesome. It's so phenomenal. It's great, big, epic space storytelling. It's yeah, a blast. Jamie Another Loftus show. Yeah, go ahead. For it. Uh, that might be right. Yeah, yeah. I know she was that like promoting right. the episode she did. And it, I, I watched that one. Oh, great. It was incredible. <laughs> it's a terrific show. It's got great people in the cast. It's got a tremendous amount of interconnectedness to all the Star Trek properties, uh, to all the characters, all the lore, all the stuff. And it's great. Um, I love it. It's, it's like really wonderful stuff. And it has just come on Netflix. It was only available on Paramount oh, Plus. Finally. Which was, yeah, which again, so yeah, difficult. So, and it was a real uh, difficult uh, to find an audience. So it's now on Netflix and I cannot recommend it enough. It's dynamite. And then the other two I will recommend, which do get a lot more notice. Like, I would say Prodigy is the underrated Star Trek uh, of the Star Treks that I'm going to mention. But Strange New Worlds, the live-action new Star Trek series that just had season two come out this year, that a lot of people heard about because there was a, there was a musical episode where they all get infected with something that makes them start singing. Or... There was an episode that was a crossover episode with one of my favorite shows, comedy shows of the year, which is the animated Star Trek show Lower yes. Decks. Yeah. So there's a crossover where Jack Quaid and Tawny Newsom's characters from the animated series are sucked through a portal and land in the live action series Strange New Worlds. And it's and they are from Strange New Worlds' future. Okay. So they know 
They know everything that's happening to the characters in Strange New Worlds right now because it's their history. Okay, see, I have to watch this because I did do Lower Decks, so. Oh, it's fucking awesome. <sighs> it's awesome. Strange New Worlds is is fantastic. Case of the week, monster of the week kind of storytelling um, for in Star Trek, but big scale and scope. It's great actors. It's a blast. Um, and then Lower Decks is the animated, you know, what if it's a workplace comedy on a Federation yeah. <laughs> starship? Um, and it's hilarious. Like, it's, it, and again, I want to urge people, because I find Star Trek can be one of those, like, uh, oh, I'm not into Star Trek. You can get, yeah, it's, it's too, too much. Mu I don't know too, where to um, start. It's yeah. too much. I don't know the lore. I don't know the history. All of these shows I've mentioned, you can watch from episode one and not yeah, worry. Yeah, I just it. jumped you know, in on lower. You don't. Decks. I was like, let's go. Exactly. You don't have to have watched uh, William Shatner or uh, Picard or you know uh, uh, Next Generation, meaning or anything like that. You can just watch the shows. And Lower Decks is a blast. Anyway, uh, I wanted to shout out all of those. I wanted to shout out. Uh, I've got a an oldies yeah. section. Not oldies, but just shows that are not from this year. Although one of them had updated, had episodes this year. But I'm, as I said, deep into uh, The Good Wife. Um, yeah. I've also start this year started and have already gotten like, what, I don't know, a million seasons into Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I, that's one of those ones. Okay, that is one where I'm like, it's too much. I don't even know where to begin with this. And then Same. <laughs> I've spent years with people saying, you know what? I think you'd like Doctor Who. Based on the stuff you like, you'd like Doctor Who. And, I was like, That's... and I've been like, it's yeah, too it's much. Like, it's it's like too much. It's too much of it. Or something. Right. So, but what I did was I started from there's a modern era of Doctor Who that starts with Christopher Eccleston. And so there's only like 10 seasons of okay. it. And that starting there, and it's this era of uh, Stephen Moffat, Russell T. Davies. Oh, these are the showrunners yeah. who are, you know, who, who've who done a lot of who did Sherlock and who did Jekyll and a bunch of other great British shows of the last 15, 20 years. Uh, they are the primary showrunners over these seasons. And they these are the ones that include David Tennant as the doctor, Matt Smith as the doctor, uh, Peter Capaldi. These are all incredible seasons of wonderful sci-fi uh, adventure storytelling. And what you realize in watching it is just how much of modern television is stealing <laughs> from this show. Yeah. I, you it know? seems like every writer um, I know watches Doctor Who and I'm like, I'll get, it's just it's so true. much. It's so much. Yeah, it's it's fun as hell. And like a lot of these other shows, I'm it's fun and I'm never worried like, oh no, my beloved favorite character, they just killed. <laughs> like it it doesn't, it feels safe in that way that I'm just watching the fun of it. Yeah. You know, it's never gonna rug pull you and be like, actually, now everything you care about, it's all different. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't well, need that, yeah. So yeah, I love it. It's great. Doctor Who. And then the other show that I'm gonna mention that's an oldie that has never been available for streaming until this year. And I was so certain that the world was going to catch fire and that TikTok would be awash in people, young people being like, I found this show and it's <laughs> incredible, blah, blah, blah. And it has landed with, I think, a thud. I don't know. But Moonlighting, yeah. the incredible Bruce Willis, <laughs> Sybil Shepard 
screwball comedy uh, detective show from the 1980s. Um, one of the most original, exciting, interesting, genre-defining, uh, uh, genre-like mixing up, uh, like like meta commentary. Like they're doing it's stuff on the show. It's a good show. I when you watch it, you're like, I can't believe they let them do this at yeah. this t- at, in 1986. I watched it forever you know? ago, probably when I was in college. Uh, a friend had it on DVD, and I feel like it's one of those shows that people ignore it now because people were so kind of disappointed by the ending. So people just write it off. Yeah. And Very it's like, much. no, it was, yeah. people were disappointed, but we well, loved it. I Everyone think, loved it. <laughs> I think that's part of it. And it's interesting. I was, I was listening to a podcast about um, this year. So similarly, so a, a big reason why Moonlighting was unable to be released on streaming, it's never been on streaming was because of music yeah. licensing. Um, and there was this great, uh, this year also, after many, 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 many years of not being available streaming in any way, shape, or form, also because of music licensing, the um, De La Soul records are all now uh, finally available to stream. Okay? Yeah. And there was this great, um, uh, it was maybe an NPR story or a podcast I was listening to that was talking about one of the great heartbreaks was that an entire generation of people have not been influenced by these genre-defining yeah. albums simply because they've not been able to get On access a streaming to platform. Them. Yeah, they've not, by not being able to have them for these years of streaming, they've become they've fallen out of the yeah. zeitgeist. They've fallen out, so people don't know that they're being influenced by De La Soul because they De don't know De La yeah. Soul. Because they can't call it up on their phone, and they are a generation that is post physical yeah. media, and so to them you know? it just doesn't so they, exist, and they don't have like the it doesn't VH1, exist. I love the two thousands nineties shows where people are exactly. like, "Here's why De La Soul mattered." <laughs> exactly, exactly, and they don't have you know the, you know the access to hear De La Soul and and see De La Soul's, you know, uh, you know, it, there is still such a appetite for their, you know, contemporary bands, uh, Tribe Called Quest being like, you know, one of the most relevant, you know, still culturally incredibly relevant band, De, uh, Tribe Called Quest. De La Soul is question marks for young people, I'm saying, yeah. for young people. They don't know it. And now, oh my God, it's now all these people are discovering all this music. Isn't that amazing? Moonlighting to me, very similar. Nobody knows that they are influenced by or should be feeling influenced by a show that is so totemic in how big it was and how genre defining it was. But it doesn't exist on there. Nobody knows about it. So it's it's a zero. Yeah, they're really just like that is like I there was I saw a tweet or something that was like, I didn't know Bruce Willis did TV. And I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he gets to die hard, you know. Uh, you don't get John McClane without David uh, Addison. Exactly. Full yeah. stop, you know? Um, the impact of TV. Uh, so I cannot recommend Moonlighting enough. It really is just phenomenal television. TV, I Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I will shout out those two other shows that I believe, and maybe I'm wrong and forgive me if people are going to be annoying about this, but the two shows that remain unreleased on streaming, I believe still because of music, are 30-something yeah. and My So-Called yeah. Life. Uh and both of those are incredible. I believe so. I do think they said something about My Soul Called Life getting a streaming release, oh. but it's going to have the music Great. edited, so it won't have the original songs. Oh. Which, that yeah, kind of sucks. Which they also did with uh, Living Single when it finally came to Hulu. A lot of the music was replaced. Oh, is that yeah, right? Because they just didn't yeah. have the rights. So, yeah. I'm like, it's such yeah, a bummer. It's a bummer. It's such a bummer that that's, that that's the thing that's Yeah, and they also so did many... that with Daria. They put in, like, all the music's different. And it's like, that one, I'm like, you can oh, really? tell. Like, it's M- it was an MTV show. It's supposed to have the yeah, music. Yeah, they the were comments. Yeah. And instead, exactly. they just, like, replaced it with, like, kind of Netflix elevator music. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, absurd. Uh, I, but Moonlighting, I can't recommend enough. It's so funny. But you are absolutely right. It is a show that is so electric and so incredible in its initial seasons. And then due to circumstances that if you ever want to yeah. read what happens to the show are fascinating. Yeah, the behind the scenes. It really is, yeah, falls apart. The behind apart. the scenes is very yes. interesting. And... Someday someone will write a great book about that Yeah, well, that someone's going to have to make a two-part of... TikTok if they want the kids to know about it. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but I can't recommend it enough. And can I yeah. recommend one last thing? Because I'm going to recommend a show that is only available on, well, here, on YouTube. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a British panel show called Taskmaster. Oh, Do yes. you know the show? Yeah. It is, it's a, it's a comedian's competition panel show where but it's it's just a it feels to me the best way i can explain it is it feels to me like almost um the the panel uh game show element is kind of pointless it's not very competitive the point is to get like the 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 five panelists and the two hosts who are all comedians just doing bits and so the show thrives in how funny the cast is and how mostly they're just roasting each other yeah. for the sets of circumstances that they find themselves yeah. in. I've heard about this show and I'm like, I need to watch this. And also I'd be terrified to be on it. It's incredible. It's so funny. It's so silly and stupid. It's on. They have their own YouTube channel. All the episodes are up, but they also do fantastic like 10 minute compilation of Here's a bunch of um, 
you know, a bunch of tasks where the contestants broke the rules and it's just funny, 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 funny. And like where they'll comp compilations of bits from different seasons. That's a good way to get into okay. it if you want. But then they have full episodes are all on YouTube. I can't recommend enough starting with season five, which is a phenomenal okay. season, mostly because uh, some great uh, British uh, comedians, Ashling B and Nish Kumar okay, are in yeah. that season. But they've had... James A. Caster and Ed Gamble have been on previous seasons. Like, they've got, it's great. Uh, it's Noel Fielding's in a season. They've got great people. They all, it's fun because they're all part of the same scene, it yeah. feels like. So they all know each other and are busting balls and and roasting each other. And and it's, so that part of yeah, it is very fun. Yeah, I feel fun. like in America, they always try to make shows like this where they're like, oh, see the, see the comics in the green room, just roasting each other and chilling. And it never really feels yeah. right. <laughs> it's always like- No, uh, and I've, I thought about it and it's like, I also feel like Americans would be almost too competitive. To, they would focus on absolutely. winning because there is a, there is a points, you know, kind of element to it. Um, but it's clear nobody cares about, or every once in a while there'll be a person in a season who wants to win and then they're making fun of them for that, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. great. I, I, do uh, think I loved it. And I'm realizing, I don't want, yeah. Yeah. I'm realizing a tremendous amount of my list is British for some reason. Not sure why. Yeah. You're watching all the um, British shows. Do you have BritBox? You, yeah. You're streaming on BritBox? Oh, I'm all, I'm all about BritBox. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Ripbox is where I watched um, Why Didn't They Ask Evans, uh, the Agatha oh, Christie adaptation yeah. that Hugh Laurie <laughs> made, which was terrific. Um, you know what else? I'll shout out one more thing, but it's a movie. Um, but I want to shout out this two movies because they're both British, but they're both small and I want them to find an audience. Yeah. They are Polite Society. Oh. The uh, Nita Manzur uh, movie, who, uh, the woman who made um, We Are yeah, Lady yeah. Parts. Did you oh, ever yeah, watch that? Oh, yeah, I loved We Are Lady Parts. So sad we didn't get Okay, more of so it. Polite Society is an incredible movie that the same writer-director made this past year that is, I think, should be on everybody's uh, list. I haven't seen it uh, yet. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. You got to watch Polite Society. And then the other one is the British rom-com Rye Lane. Oh, I did see um, Rye Lane and I loved it. I loved, loved Rye Lane. It. Like we were talking earlier about like, boy, wouldn't it be great? We've abandoned rom-coms and we, we've we lost that. We've lost like we if we have a rom-com now, it's some high concept one like what if at the wedding terrorists attack yeah <laughs> you know or what if at the wedding you know or what if at th this crazy thing yeah. happened or we were pushed through or a vortex or whatever and they fall in love yes. on the space station this is just what if young people fell for each other and what would that look like now you know not a throwback not a but just like here's a great like character based slice of life oh, yeah. rom com. That's just yeah. great. That's what the people need. Okay. That's that's what they want to watch. That's what we want to watch. Stop with the high concept. Just give me a rom com. Yeah. I mean just give me just people. Give me people. Just let me let me watch and yeah, people. I think we're losing that kind of show. Starstruck is ending. They just announced that the next season yeah. is sort of on Max. Another underrated show that Oh, I don't so, know. Oh, that. it's so so good, especially if you love Starstruck. Oh. If you loved, um, I hate Susie, yeah. which was also on Max. Yeah, you like those did. shows, yeah. you will love sort of Billy Piper. Yeah, it is yep. um, from Doctor yes. Who. Rose from Doctor Rose Who. From Doctor Who. I yeah. was obsessed with I hate Susie, and this is kind of yeah, the same great. vein. It is uh, this like gender nonconforming person who's trying to 
like get their family to accept them. Who's like uh, Indian and more conservative. And then at the same time, they're like having an affair with the like wife of the family they nanny. And it just like spirals. But it's also a comedy. I mean, it's it's like one of those kind of dramedies, but it just is so special. And I feel like I May Destroy You kind of ushered in this era of like Max shows and now they're all ending. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) it was it was beautiful for a moment there. We got a beautiful era of TV. Sort of wait, so and you're saying sort of is, is yeah, done the third now. Season is going to start on January 17th, I believe, and that's oh okay, that's so there the, is yeah, more, but that's There's the more to last come. season. Okay, they great. Announced it'll be its final season. So great, great, yeah. great. Yeah, incredible. So we, Boy, we've I really think we talked. Did you? Oh, I'll say. I'll ask you this. Did you watch the Wayne Shorter documentary? No. Did I? No. <laughs> you gotta. It's called Zero Gravity. There's three episodes of it. It is. I think it's on. It is. Amazon? I don't, I don't it doesn't remember. want to tell me. It's, it's an ode to jazz legend, legend Wayne Shorter. Zero Gravity. Ooh. It's it's from a little while ago, but it's phenomenal. I need um, a good documentary that's I, not about murder, so. Oh, this is a great one. There, oh, I have a couple, actually. I didn't put many documentaries on my list. This is yeah, this it's would on be Prime. one of them, though. Um, uh, it's like, on Prime. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, it's called Zero Gravity. It's Wayne Shorter. You know, incredible saxophone player, part of the Miles Davis, one of the Miles Davis iterations, part of Weather Report, like an incredible composer. Only he passed away just last year. So has had a life uh, like a a prolific life all through the the modern era as well, which is part of it. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Um, And he's just a great storyteller. Um, so, and so it's cause it's not just a story looking back. He's part of the documentary and is very present and is great. You know, I will say, I'm trying to think, did I watch many documentaries that weren't about murder and the list is low for me. The other one. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do another one. I'll do another one then, which is, this is a little bit your appetite for its subject matter. For me, this was a no brainer and I loved it. And it is the, um, I think there's four part documentary series about the making of the movie RoboCop (laughs) that is called RoboDoc. And it is, it is absolutely batshit insane because it really, the making of that movie was completely bananas. And everybody in the documentary cannot wait to tell you how bananas the making of the movie. <laughs> That's was. the kind of energy I love so, in a ma- behind the scenes. Because yes. otherwise, I'm just like, I don't need to hear about some important movie. But yeah, no. And it's like the 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 moment I feel like that has been now, I guess, passed around on the internet a bunch. Is Peter Weller? You know, they only he's such a, he's a method actor, so we'll only answer to Robo. Um, and he's Robo. He calls himself Robo. Other people have to call him Robo. But he's really difficult, and he won't come to set. And and then this this so this guy he sees a guy having it has some Oreos, and he keeps saying, "Oh yeah, Robo wants <laughs> yeah. an Oreo. Robo wants an Oreo." <laughs> and it's like there's so many moments that are so bananas, and they delight it telling you in a way that it feels like the documentary is from like the 1990s yeah. because people are being so truthful about such crazy Which, yeah, it doesn't behavior. happen now. Most documentaries now are like, not at all made by the person it's about. And so it's very exactly. sanitized. This is not, this is not sanitized. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, um, in the okay, best I, way. I would watch that one. Uh, I guess I did. It's I did very do a uh, dark side of comedy, which had its second season. Ooh, so what's it's that? Vice. Uh, each episode digs into the background of like a famous comic, but 
It, it goes. Oh. A little, it, I've, I've it's really good, and in this. some of them, they have the comic in it. Yeah. So my favorite episode was actually they focused on wow. Carlos Mencia, and they really get into oh, wow. how Joe Rogan like destroyed his career, like, completely yeah, took him how apart. Was, yeah, I, I mean, I remember Mind of Mencia, but I really forgot how big he was. Yeah. And how people were like, he's oh, a Hispanic yeah. Dave Chappelle. And then that one Joe Rogan YouTube thing happened and it ruined him. Oh, yeah. And he's in it and he's very like has come to terms wow. with a lot of it. But you can also see like a lot of the regret and just pain. Huh. Um, and they also did. Um, wow. Oh, the the woman who was in Grace Under Fire, uh, Rhett Butler. B- yeah, she, uh, yeah, yeah, she's in her episode, and it's like she—it's just unflinching Whoa. look at like how the show kind of ruined her and drugs and addiction, and uh, then there's some lighter oh, ones like uh, they do Gildner, yeah, Gilda yeah, yeah. Radner. There's a Maria Bamford episode. Uh, oh, I will shout out just because you mentioned it. Maria's new special, yes, local, local act. act. Is it's very, very funny. very funny, so good, very and, funny. You know, she did put out an amazing uh memoir last year. That was I, I listened to the audio book, that was partially edited by yours truly. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, How yeah. did I? I didn't know that. Well, she shouts me out in the beginning because she's the nicest person in the world. Oh, <laughs> and that's in the book, awesome. I was like, oh, I thought, you know, maybe in the thank yous she's or something. The best. No, she's literally a paragraph where she's like, and I hired this girl, Ashley Ray Harris, and I was like, what? This is oh, wild. So <laughs> I love her. She's wonderful. And I loved that special. And I yeah. she her reading the audiobook was fantastic. Just fantastic. And she's she just was in Night Court. She was really good in and she was in human oh, resources. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. see that. She was in Night Court playing like a, a woman who loses her mind and thinks she's a ghost. And obviously it was very funny. Yeah. Uh and then she also was in Not Dead Yet, which I mentioned, and Animal Patrol, which came Animal Control, yeah. which she does voices on Big Mouth uh, and Human another Resources. Show, uh, and um House Broken, which is another show that I'm on. Which also uh, good. And I hope we get more on. of it. But I know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But uh, Human um, Resources had an amazing final season. Great, great season. <sighs> so um, sad it's not coming back. I know. It's a real bummer. Um, that's a heartbreak because yeah. I thought that show was a blast. I thought it was going like, to like run as long as Big Mouth. I was like, it makes total sense. Why would you cancel oh, yeah. this? But whatever. Netflix. And it's such a good it's such a good way to use guest voices as well. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. Yeah. You, um, you were great in this last season. Oh, thank and you. And there was a Bosch reference that made me think of you in the last season. <laughs> Always. I was like, Always. this is us Although, when, you're, when you're explaining Bosch to me. And I'm like, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I would love to. This season of Bosch Legacy was so nuts that I genuinely wish you could. I could give you a feed of me just watching Bosch because I'm like, oh come on, oh Bosch. You know, I'm just. I would so vocal. That. I'm so vocal in reacting to what's going on. Um, that and Reacher. I'm just like, oh, classic Reacher. Classic Reacher. Ugh. Fucking Bosch. Um, yeah, it's the best. It's the best. I'm just now. Quickly looking through my master list of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm like, but, is there anything? You know, I, I did you like... ever watch? Did you ever try? I know I recommended it the last time. I think did you ever try War Unicorn Warriors Eternal? I did actually. Oh, good. I did, and I really liked it. And then I Great. was like watching one episode and only half paying attention. I was like, I have to do this when I'm actually oh, yeah. watching. It's For not sure. a show you can just it's like difficult. Kind of you throw can't on. half. Yes, yeah. you can't half pay attention. And I really liked it. So I've been watching it slowly. I watched like an episode awesome. a week, and it's the Perfect. best time. It's okay, like great. when I'm like I lo- done I love with work, that. I put it on. I have been loving it. And then um, I will shout out um, Gendy's other show, uh, Primal. Yes. Um, 
that I think is just visually stunning. Yeah. Just a beautiful example of, you know, visual animated storytelling. I think it's just unparalleled. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Like, it's Great. a lot of, lot of animated stuff. I could stuff keep our, going. I could keep going. A lot of- I literally was like, I have a few more that I think I didn't mention. But, yeah. I mean, we've we've been going for almost two hours now. Okay. All right. Yeah, three right. hours. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. Okay. We should probably. We should probably. Ra- this is enough homework for all of you listeners out there. We've given you every show you need to watch that. I know you didn't because no one talked about these shows. So that's your homework. Watch all of these. Also watch The Curse because we're going to be doing a deep dive episode on. Are you? Do you have somebody coming? No, out to you want to do it? it? You please. Oh, I can't. Come on. I'm not. I'm. I. I can't watch that much of the curse <laughs> in preparation in a short period of time. Yeah. It, it, without I without I fear losing. Oh, I want to know what you think of the finale. So. Oh, I'll for sure let you know. Okay. Yeah. We'll, oh, I'm, I'll for sure. We can talk about it offline. But yeah. yeah oh no. This is. We we have to break it down for everybody because yeah. I. The theater I watched it in just absolute silence and people walking wow. out and just going oh. like what that's it and just ah oh, so good so make oh, sure you're ready that for that incredible. yeah TV club and uh, Jason anything you want to plug any shows coming up you know you uh, very generously mentioned Invincible which I'm uh, I play a voice on uh, or I voice a part on which I think is absolutely one of the best shows going uh, my. My uh, participation accepted. I think it would be a sh- it would be on my top list of shows if I wasn't on it. And then I'll also shout out um, uh, Percy Jackson, the new yes! uh, live action oh my Percy gosh, Jackson. Yes, the new live action person. The kids love you. Yep, they are yes. obsessed with you on Twitter. It's you, pretty funny. They are. I, all oh, of, I don't know that. But oh yeah, I, I get. I, I'm hearing from. It. I'm too old for Percy Jackson. I was like a little older sure. than when that all came out. But the kids Same. on Twitter. Oh my goodness, they love the show and really love you you're like oh you're, it is you're a meme or something wild. i don't really yeah, understand it but <laughs> i'm hearing from everybody i know who has like a 13 yeah <laughs> you know everybody's like oh my god i just got one yesterday last night <laughs> that just all caps from the the woman i know who's like wait a minute you're in percy jackson my kid is freaking out you're you're dionysus this is perfect like everybody yeah. is like loving I'm hearing from everybody who's got kids. When it, yeah, really when it came, my nephew texted me who never cares about me. And he was like, did you know you had him on your show? And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> He's like, did you know? Like, wow. And oh, I was like, I'm I glad love you, it. It's you great. And, the, and here's the here's the deal. The show's fucking great. Yeah. The show is a blast. Another coming of age, you know, young people on the call to adventure feels very Tolkien, very Harry Potter, very... Those kind of stories about a found family of of people who are have to undergo a quest in order to you know, avert a disaster and and the the forces that are working against them and the you know the the access they now have to a magical world except instead of magic or something like that the for this series it is the pantheon of the, Greek, yeah, gods. The Greek gods the, which the you Greek know gods are real. Watched. I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff. I yeah. took ancient Greek and Latin. I love those kinds of stories. I love it. Uh. It's great. It's a it's really fun. And it's, you know, the the young actors are fantastic and the it looks incredible. Um it's Yeah, a, and, and I think it like made some racists mad because they made a character black or something. So I love watching those oh, kind of shows. I'm sure. Yeah, I love I'm supporting sure. that. So. Uh, 
Jesus Christ. So there you go. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, that's it. That's it. Them, them's the shows. So, those, are, those are my plugs. Yeah. That's the, that's the things. But I will say, those are great shows, even though I'm on them. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm shouting them out. But, uh, you know, because I think they're also fantastic shows. I don't There's so many stan accounts for your character on Percy Jackson on Twitter. Really? It's, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. People are watching. They're oh, watching for you. That makes me the happy. Kids, they're, they're obsessed. There's probably <laughs> whole fan cams of you in that show. Oh, brother. <laughs> I'm not even sure what a fan cam is. It, but it it's sounds... kind of like a montage, but on TikTok. Oh, oh, oh. It's I like get a lot it. of oh, slow so clips with like music, but it's not like set. It's like like a rap song it'll be like she's a bad bitch and she knows what you but it'll just be like you like walking okay so it's, i i'm sorry i thought it was like oh here are the best lines cut oh together. no like totally no no none of your it's just like you like Funny. flipping your hair and it'll be like the song oh like a lyric like a uh, meg the stallion it. song where it's like she's that girl and she's that bitch <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> they're <Amazing>. incredible <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for what joining me. What a delight. Me. This was uh, Always. Best. Always. I loved it. I, I, mean, I loved it as I have every other time. Thank you. And we set the And now I up. know which cult shows to watch and which I'm okay to not. Yeah, yeah. The I needed this safe space uh, yeah. to, to discuss. Like I said, do, lo, Mother God, uh, love has won the cult of Mother God. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. That's the That's one. That's the one. Uh, right. Thank you so much for joining us. TV Club, thank you for listening over all of this, which I think will probably be cut into parts or something. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me. Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. 